This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. as a Cobra foot soldier? Cobra is that trooper. correct, sir? Cobra Trooper, that's correct. Okay. Uh, now, what, part, what charity are you with? We are with Canines for Warriors. What they do is they take dogs from high-kill shelters that are about to be euthanized. They save them, train them to be working dogs, and they pair them with veterans with PTSD or cranial injuries. Uh, so far this year, we've raised uh, over $12,000 through our calendar drive and various conventions. And uh, we're also you know, taking conventions here at the con today. Awesome. So that, yeah, that's pretty much what we do. Okay. And how long has this been uh, going on in your charity? Uh, we, we've been paired up with Canines for Warriors for two years now. Before that, we were with USO. And before that, we were with the Wounded Warrior Project. We pretty much stick to the military charities. Okay. And uh, how many conventions a year do you do? Uh, I'm brand new to the group. I only joined in uh, October, but so far, I'm close to 40 already. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'll, they say that I'm like the one-man army, though. So I, I like to go to a lot of them. But uh, we have uh, garrisons all over the, in 46 of the 50 states. We also have a garrison in uh, England. Okay. Uh, so we do quite a few. I, I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 conventions uh, wow. all around the United States. So um, Now, um, what has been your favorite one so far? Even though you're new to it, what's been your favorite uh, prob- one? Probably Dragon Con, which is the big one down there in Atlanta, because mm-hmm. there was probably about 100 of us down there. And uh, we, we posed up on this, this big set of steps, and we had, like, the G.I. Joe pose and the Cobra pose and the Silly pose. So it worked out pretty good. But I think there was, like, ten Baronesses down there, or Baron I. I don't know what the plural of Baroness is. <laughs> Baron I? Yeah, Baron I. That's a, we're going Baron I. Baron I, right. And then we actually had, uh, there were some that were down there as the uh, the bunny Cobras. So they were, like, the Playboy bunny versions of Cobras, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> Is that very tactical in the war? It, it is. It's very, it's, it's very distracting. Is what okay. It is. Okay. <laughs> now I do have a couple of Cobra questions. How is your health care? Uh, our health care is actually uh, pretty good. Okay. Uh, they, they can afford to give us good health care because we never get hit. Just our vehicles. That is true. So as long as you can bail out of a jet at 700 mile an hour and not get hurt, you're totally cool. And I, I have uh, some personal issues on this because uh, what is your insurance premiums on well, vehicles? Well, I, I'm a little concerned. Our, our insurance for your t- t- typical hiss, it's about uh, $12,000 a month. Okay. Okay. So not too bad. Not too shabby. Uh, Jim, you had a question on the parachutes? Uh, yes. Uh, what is the actual uh, allocation to, and Cobra's budget for parachutes? Co- Cobra's budget for parachutes. It really depends on how useful you are to the organization, <laughs> right? If, if you've done something good, if you've won a battle recently, you can might get a parachute. If not, you know, if you're on, on, on the, the, the uh, 
the, the bad list, you might not get a parachute. You might open it up and there might be silverware that comes out of it. You never know. <laughs> you figure, though, the parachute budget would be high, but the pr target practice is cheap because it never hits. It, it totally, so you just recycle the right, same paper. Right, right. So yeah, we don't spend enough on ammo, but we, we use that to buy the silk from the parachutes. Totally. I have an issue. Uh, well, do you guys have an issue with the bats? The bats, you know, when they introduced the bats, all of a sudden G.I. Joe became expert marksmen all of a sudden. <laughs> because before they could never hit us, they could hit our vehicles. But, but, but as soon as the bats came out, and I don't know if you've ever seen the beginning of the uh, the, the cartoon where uh, one of the G.I. Joes just hoses down like a whole division <laughs> of bats. It cost us like, you know, $45 billion worth of artificial intelligence right there. But, you know. I, uh, I, I, I grew up on the G.I. Joe cartoon. Okay. And I loved it. Right. The one biggest regret I had from my childhood is I had the terror drill. Okay, yep. With the jet coming out. Yep. Sold out. Fire bats, what that's called. Yep. Is, I, I sold it at a garage sale when I was younger. Oh, nice. And I'm kicking myself now. Right. See, you know how many, I've heard stories like that, or my mom gave them away, or, you know, I used to shoot them with my BB gun. I hear that all the time. So it's pretty common to get, that's why they're, that's why they're valuable now, is because everybody got rid of them, you know? Did, uh, do you still, do you have a collection? I do have quite a bit of collection. Okay. What is your prize, uh, uh, uh my, price, my prize collection is the USS Defiant, which is the rocket ship that comes out yep. of the launcher, right? That's, that's a pretty rare one. It's missing a couple of pieces, but I'm getting it more and more together as I go to conventions, because... You'll go to a convention, there'll be some guy who'll have a suitcase just of pieces, right? And he'll want... I've actually seen somebody, the USS Flag, the aircraft carrier. Yes. I've actually seen somebody pay $200 just for the railing on the USS Flag. Because it's the part <laughs> that gets broke the most, right? Yeah. Um, and who was your favorite uh, character growing my, up? My favorite character growing up was Zartan, right? Because, okay. first off, he had the awesome eye makeup. And secondly, when he would go out into the sun, he would, like, it would hurt him and he would, like, turn blue. Oh, I forgot about that. He was also the leader of the Dreadnoughts, and he had he had his uh, sister, uh, Zorana. And, oh, God. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's getting kind of obscure, right? I like that. Right. Well, we were talking about, uh, my brother was asking you earlier about the guy that came with the hog. Right, yeah, Nogahide, correct, yeah. And I forgot all about his cheetah suit. Right. Which is very, very nice. Right. It was very Craven the Hunter look. Sure, it's totally like 1980s glam rock look. Yes. Right? He, could, he could walk right into a poison concert and started singing. <laughs> he wouldn't have been out of place, right? Uh, and uh, do you remember the PSAs afterwards? Oh, I totally remember the PSAs. And if you look, and uh, they did that on G.I. Joe and the Transformers, both Hasbro properties. And if you look online, there are people that have done parodies of the PSOs. Yeah. Or PSAs, right? And, and they're, they're pretty amusing. Those are the really chop sandwiches one's pretty amusing, right? <laughs> uh, I always say this to these guys, the barbecue one with the electrical wires. Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, kids, don't jump over those wires. Right, right. And then the bikes <laughs> come up. Let's, let's launch off of it. That's so awesome. <laughs> well, there was the... Uh the YouTube uh, thing where they yeah, did that. Yeah, uh, the parodies. Pork, pork chop sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, yeah the, one of the best ones was uh, the one guy, he walks up and he goes, hey kids, I'm a computer. Stop all the downloading. He's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? Now, our disdain at this table, and I've heard from you, the G.I. Joe movies. Right, the, the newer movies. I'm, I'm not a fan. In our group, we do allow the, uh, the newer movie cosplays, but... Uh, we kind of, I, I like, we like to stick to the 1980s stuff in general, and, and that's, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I grew up in the 80s, so that's, that's this kind of stuff that I really go for. Mm -hmm. uh, the new movies, I, they just look too, like, sleek, and it looks like they're trying too hard to be edgy, you know, I just, I'm not really a fan of it. I, I will say, like, I have a uh, seven and a half year old. Huh? He has no idea what G.I. Joe is, mm -hmm. and I keep trying to show him. It is tough to find the toys. Right. 
Um, like, you know, Star Wars, I know the new movies are out, I get you that, but there's always more carrot figures coming sure, out sure. ever, even when there was no movies. Sure. I don't understand why there's no G.I. Joe. There's not many characters that you can find three and three quarter figures anymore. Well, the reason for that is, is apparently Hasbro does not like to make lots of money because <laughs> Hasbro it seems to do everything in their power to alienate their big fans because uh, you're right. If you go to the store right now, I guarantee you wouldn't be able to find a G.I. Joe three and a half, or three and three quarter inch. No. You just wouldn't be able to do it. But there would be a giant pile of, uh, of Star Wars characters. So Disney, yes. Disney's got the right idea. Hasbro, not so much. The guy running out with the ice cream maker, Jim, at the uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. We'll make a character yeah. of him. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the person you see for a half a second in a cantina bar, there's four versions of them. I felt like that was all I ever got. Like, for Christmas, my mom would go out there and get them, and it would be like, thanks, this guy. Uh, you got Guy 7? Yes. <laughs> Instead of Darth Vader? Yeah. Uh, Stormtrooper 12 that died. Yeah, right. Damn it. Guy by the stairs. <laughs> Jeff, do you have some trivia? I'm finding some here. But okay. Okay, how's this one? Um, who is the dreadnought that uses a chainsaw and has blonde hair? Buzzer. Buzzer is correct. Buzzer with a ponytail. He's also a socialist. <laughs> Just throw that in there for you if you need his file card. Hardcore socialist. Down the hall. <laughs> um, what G.I. Joe's real name is Shana O'Hara? Shana O'Hara. I'm going to go with Scarlet. Scarlet is correct. You gotta, you gotta love Scarlet because she has the audacity to shoot crossbows at tanks. <laughs> <laughs> and not even like the the bow, uh, the one that yeah, the tiny does. One, the tiny one, right? Yeah. Okay, Scarlet or Lady J? Which one's your favorite? I love Lady J. Lady, okay. Lady J is t- totally the, the, the uh, camouflage outfit and the uh, the accessories that she has. You know, totally awesome. Storm Shadow or uh, Snake Eyes? Storm Shadow by a lot. Okay. Uh, I remember, I used to uh, subscribe to the G.I. Joe comic book back in the 80s. Sure. Uh, back when they actually did subscriptions. Sure, sure. And uh, I still remember, even as a kid, getting the Storm Shadow, uh, I think it was Storm Shadow, yeah, the silent book. Oh, yeah. I still we, have we're that. totally no dialogue in it. No dialogue. Sure. That thing was amazing. And then I found out that it's worth something. Sure. I was like, hey, I actually have a book that's from the 80s that's worth something. Sure, sure. The, the guy that drew a lot of those, uh, Larry Homer, right? Well, I'm a huge fan of that guy. And... Uh, at Dragon Con, we met the guy, right? And we have our, we our little trading card sets that we have. We had a trading card of Larry Hama. We, we took it up to him. He would sign it for us. And also, this is even better. This is where it gets interesting. We had a blank trading card, and we'd take it to him and give it to him, and he would draw pictures of us in our cosplay, oh. and then we would sign it for us. So it was the guy who did the Cobra Com- or the G.I. Joe comics drawing us. It was totally awesome. That is awesome. It was like my life-changing moment right there. Well, and um, I collect comic books off and on. I, I've gone away from the superhero ones a lot lately. Um, I love Lone Ranger. Yep. Dynamite redid that. And then G.I. Joe has had a couple reboots recently. Sure, sure, sure. And I really like that they have, like, the li- lighter ones, yep. but they have a darker, grittier yep, totally. one. Yep. It's almost like Marvel, uh, what is it called? Marvel Knights or something? Yes. Like yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know, like, how big is that? I mean, I feel like you said you can't find action figures anywhere. Right. They can find comic books everywhere of G.I. Joe. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, though, is when you think about action figures, you have this big investment, like, up front. You have to invest in the molds, right? Yeah. Comic books, you're just, you know, putting something on paper and printing it out, right? It's like printing money, basically. Although, I will say this for the IDW uh, comics. Uh, they have Skywarp, the Transformer, mm-hmm. right? The Decepticon bad guy Transformer. He's helping out the G.I. Joes. 
for some reason, and I find that kind of stupid. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I'm not a big fan of the G.I. Joe Transformers crossover. Me neither. I, I like the separate... The only one I really liked was uh, was when uh, a Cobra Commander crossed over. Just he himself, and he was in disguise as Old Snake. And you totally didn't know it was Cobra Commander, even though he talked exactly like it. <laughs> and at the end, he would go, Cobra! <coughs> so Chris Latta, I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but Chris Latta is also the guy that did the voice of Starscream, did the voice of Cobra Commander. Okay. He was wow. also on Married with Children. So what was a better weapon for Cobra? The Weather Machine? The Weather Dominator. Or when he was trying to manage a rock band? Cold Slither. <laughs> Cold Slither, right there. Okay, you win that question. Right. <laughs> Cold Slither, you'll be joining us soon. A band of vipers playing our tune. That was a little bit of a psychological project. That had a small budget, and the Weather Dom- Dom- Dominator had a huge budget. So I got to go with Bang for Buck. I got to go with Cold Slither. I'm impressed with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just like how Cobra Commander was very lax, uh, lackadaisy in it. Yeah, fine. Yeah, they they it. started destroying their instruments. He's like, that's totally what we want. Yeah. The music's tertiary. Jeff, you got one more question for him? And we'll let him get back to his booth here. Out of all antiques and pets Serpenter was collecting to gain his strength, what was the only one he did not get? Antiques and pets? Serpenter was using any strength? uh, Multiple choice. Multiple choice. Pet snake, torture chamber equipment, picture of Rasputin, or the skull splitter axe. Good lord. That is rough. It, this is this is the one that he did not collect. He did not get. What were the choices again? The, oh, crap. It went away. <laughs> a snake. A snake. Picture of Rasputin. Torture, torture chamber. Rasputin, torture and chamber. And the snake and the skull splitter axe. Wow. I'm going to guess. This is what I really don't know. i got to guess skull splitter axe, maybe? Is that wrong? It is correct. Hey, look, I got hey. Leatherneck stopped Serpentor from getting the axe, and he broke the axe so nobody could use it to ever hurt anyone again. Right. Awesome. Hey, just a little bit of trivia for you guys. The reason why they call Leatherneck Leatherneck is because he's a Marine. In the olden times, back when the Marines were uh, the Barbary Coast Pirates, they used to wear a piece of leather around their necks because to prevent the Muslims from uh, chopping their heads off with their scimitars. Ah. But it's a little bit of uh, a really obscure trivia uh, trivia there for you. So, I'll let you go here in just a second. First off, win the G.I. Joe comic. Right. There you go. That's your prize. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And um, also... What was the best nickname? Uh, the best nickname. That you think. The, the best G.I. Joe. Best nickname. Okay. Uh, and then this guy over here actually does, does a, a cosplay of it. It's because the nickname has not aged well. It's Skidmark. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, if you think of Skidmark in modern context, it's kind of disgusting. But if you look at the toy, it's actually a pretty neat toy. And what was the worst one? The, the worst uh, uh, nickname, I would have to say, would be uh, Buzzer. Because, I mean, it just sounds like something that... Uh, Somebody hits in the game show. <laughs> was, it, was he the dreadnought? He, he was dreadnought. Yeah, he was saying a trivia question about him just a second ago. Yeah. So one question: Do you think Jeff and I would be able to pull off Thomas and Zaymod? Oh, Zaymod and Tomax? Heck yeah, yeah you guys would. <laughs> but I tell you what: the one thing though is, is if somebody punches one of you, the other has, has to feel it. Yes. <laughs> hey, ow! Oh, 
I just did it. You're already two thirds there. But hey, well, thank you. Uh, where can we uh, find your charity online? Uh, you can find us at uh, thefinest.cc, or you can go on Facebook and just type in the finest, uh, and it'll bring you right to the main page. Our personal page is the, the Central Defense Garrison. If you type in the Central Defense Garrison, it'll take you to our, our little uh, subset of it. And uh, you can also go to uh, canonsforwarriors.org and, and check them out there. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. You guys have a good convention. Thank you, right, you too. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That was uh, Daniel with the G.I. Joe cosplay. I love G.I. Joe. I know that was a little bit after your time, right? No. Okay, you was still in there? Yeah, okay. I still watched G.I. Joe. It was, it was uh, started mid-80s. So okay. Was, I mean, I, I was probably maybe a little too old to be collecting the figures. At, You're never uh, too old to collect figures. Well, that's true. I collect, but I, we bought figures in college. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I still say sci-fi was the best. All green. Because when you go into battle, you want neon green in the battlefield. You can't pick them out. No, not at all. We got Bane and Batman in front of us. I'm a little scared. Well, I, honestly, every, I'd be more worried about a G.I. Joe guy being in the background getting hit with a stray shot than somebody they're aiming for. That's true. That was, it would ricochet <laughs> off the, the vehicle. But yeah, the guy who's running down there just... In, Everybody's shooting at. He's safe. I, I felt like I felt like the cartoon was like these guys are shooting a lot of people and never getting uh, shot. You know what? Let's build robots so they can always hit something. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, we got some listener feedback. We're still at the Suicide Comic Expo. Hail Cobra. Uh, we are uh, at Comic Expo, uh, episode 199 here. Uh, this is our last one, probably, of the uh, season of the, the Expo. Expo. <laughs> uh, we're on Sunday here, day three. Day three is a lot uh, tougher to uh, get going. Oh, it's very tough to get going. I think I think I might have had one or two too many last night. Well, that's uh, true. As we went out to celebrate. It's still a pretty good crowd, though, today. Yesterday was packed. Yeah. Uh, and today is uh, filling up. I was walking a little bit earlier, and uh, it was a little packed there. We got Green Arrow, and who is that? Um, Black Arrow? Sure. <laughs> oh, it was from the thing. He's got a full mask and kind of scary. He kind of looks like Scarecrow with Green Arrow. I don't know. Full mask, he's carrying a katana, so... Yes. Whoever wrapped up like that and carries katanas. <laughs> <laughs> We're being filmed. <laughs> Um, yes, so uh, here we go, uh, episode 199. Um, did we talk about the Rolling Stone magazine? We did not. It's for sale. Oh, the, the magazine's for sale. You can always buy the magazine. No, <laughs> the company for that selling banking is for sale. Okay. Would you buy it? No. 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 I don't see how that magazine is going to be relevant in five years. Well, they're still stuck in the 60s and 70s, and, like, every so often they, like, catch up to modern times or whatnot, but every time, like, they're famous for doing their lists, and their lists are terrible. Uh, don't get me started on the freaking Saturday Night Live uh, list of all time. Yeah, when they start writing oh. people. People, uh, music, or, or show, and, and they're like still stuck in in the in the sixties and seventies. I don't. I don't think the music industry does anybody care enough to do it anymore, like to read in depth about it. I don't think so. And what I have a problem with now is that pretty much what a lot of Rolling Stone is writing about deserves to be down the hall in the political podcast. Yes. Yes. It, oh yeah, they get a very way political. too political. Well, you do have the Supreme Overlord talking about protests for football and uh, uh, NBA. <sighs> we did have our first uh, 
Major League Baseball player dealt through the next. Who was that? Uh, a backup catcher for the Oakland A's. No. And again, if you don't make a, uh, if you don't talk, bring it out, nobody cares. Yeah. Don't make a scene. But anyways. Uh, moving on. Down, down, the the hall. Hall. down the hall. Down, down the hall. Down the hall. Down the hall. It only took us six episodes, five episodes. Now we got political. Okay, so nobody is buying Rolling Stones. Uh, probably the magazine or the company. Yeah, but it, I just they list. They had their list of best song ever, and this was probably in the early 2000s. They put out. Yeah. And the number one song was "Like a Rolling Stone" by Bob Dylan. The number two song was "Satisfaction" by The Rolling Stones. Oh, like, oh that's terrible. Terrible. Wait, terrible. Pat yourself on the back because you share a name with those. Or you, and they were around first, I'm pretty sure, both the song and band were before your magazine. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, we had a question. Um, it was just brought up. Now, there's no feedback yet, but favorite video games growing up? Anything you can think of? Techno Super Bowl. That was when I was growing up. That was when I was in college. Okay, well, favorite... Okay, how about this? 80s and 90s. We'll go 80s and 90s. Yeah, Techno Super Bowl. Oh, so not the 70s? Okay, Pong. (laughs) Techno Super Bowl, I I think it was my major in college. Techno Super Bowl? Not the first one. The second one, yeah. Second one. Uh Because it kept stats. It kept stats, and it it was a a whole season, playable season. You could pick which team, uh, and... Again, it just wasn't fair to take the Raiders with Bo Jackson. No. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Well, the first series. Them. The first, and then they were, took, oh, no, 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 that was, uh, who was the first guy that they took out? Uh, uh, the running back in the Techno Bowl. Sorry, my bad. Uh, and I have no clue what you're talking about. There was a guy that was in there that was a running back, and he pulled himself from the sh- uh, the game. They had to redo it. Oh, uh, um, just gave a number or something. Uh, like a couple of the, again, a couple of the quarterbacks did. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, it was QB Bills for. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, Jim Kelly, Kel- Kelly, QB Eagles for Randall Cunningham. That's right. Uh, I believe QB. Uh, was it QB Browns? Because all these guys. Uh, start, these are the guys that started like the QB club that they uh, licensed themselves out for other video games. Okay. A bunch of the former uh, University of Miami quarterbacks with Kozar, uh, Kelly, Kelly, uh, Cunningham. Uh, to be fair, the Browns still have QB1. They, they still have no idea who their quarterback is. I, Kaiser showed some signs of, of promise. That's true. That is true. Why don't we ask Blake? Where's Blake? Reboot him, Jeff. Reboot him. Reboot him. Come on, Blake. Browns go. We need the air compressor to get him up. That's right. (laughs) He's too busy uh, building uh, Jim's Lego Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Unfortunately, he blew 80,000 pieces away, so Jim has seven. Seven pieces left. It doesn't quite look like the Millennium Falcon. No, it does not. It does not. Batman is kind of wandering around here. I'm a little worried. He's protecting us. He is. So nobody's... Well, no, that doesn't mean he's protecting us. It just means every villain's going to be right here in about ten minutes. He does more harm than good. And you're a Batman fan. I am a Batman fan, but he sometimes does Look, do The Joker was just buying some uh, Tom and Chief. That is your Wonder Woman's there. That's a good Wonder Woman outfit. Good for her. I like that. Did you see the old school Captain America? Yes. That's a pretty kick-ass one. I see the thing, or a guy wearing the, the thing shirt. Where? I missed it. Right in the front of the line. Oh, I like that. And I, I know the listeners are going to be shocked, but there was another Harley Quinn here. Just one. Just one. Oh, there's another. Oh, there's and another. And uh, there's four. There's one over there. Yeah, there's one. There's, there's a daredevil. Daredevil? Well done. Daredevil. <laughs> 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 
Uh, so, anyways, uh, moving on. So, you got Tecmo Super Bowl. Anything else? Uh, other Nintendo games. Super Mario 3 was a good one for me. I like that one. I did stay up many, many, many late nights in college playing Super Mario 3. I played up uh, many nights playing uh, Street Fighter 2. And at the same time, we did uh, the original Final Fantasy. Oh, we, okay. There, there, you ran four characters in that. Mm-hmm. So me and three of my friends were like, all right, we'll all pick what character we want to do. And we had a rule that at least three of the four had to be there when we played it. I like it. And so we played like throughout the quarter or something in college. So that was a good one. That was a fun game. Yeah. Uh, I'll go back to another sports game for the uh, Sega Genesis, NHL 95. That is the, I think, the top. That and NHL 15, or NFL uh, 2K15 yeah. are probably the top two sports games of all time. Although I did like all the golf games on the Genesis. Uh, I don't remember, remember those. The, uh, what were they called? They weren't the Tiger Woods. It was Pebble Beach. Oh, that's right. I think it was Pebble Beach. It was Pebble Beach. Was yeah. It? Yes. Uh, I don't remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember the course, and it was the actual Pebble Beach. Oh, they had four, they had four courses, six courses to choose yeah, from. Yeah, Pebble Beach was the first one. I re- I like the original golfer Atari. Dear God, that game no. was awful. Yeah, that was so annoying. You could never get it right. Well, how about the original home run baseball for Atari? You had all three outfielders move at one time. <laughs> You fly ball. Tell who the fly ball or a ground ball by the noise it made. That's yes. the only way you could tell. Uh, Pete Rose baseball was good for the Atari 2600. That was an older one that came out at the end. I never saw it. It's the only thing Pete Rose has done that's been good. <laughs> uh, Just that. Video game, again, uh, a, uh, not a console, but an actual stand-up game. I'll go with Alter Beast. Oh, God, yeah, when you were in the loincloth with the axe. I played that a ton uh, at, at uh, Doc Holliday's video game emporium. Oh, God. I miss the arcades. I plunked a lot of quarters into uh, Goblin. Okay. I plunked a lot of money into uh, Sunset Riders. Remember that one, the cowboy one? Yeah. You would go through. I'm always a sucker for westerns. That was a fun one. Uh, And the Twilight Zone uh, pinball game. I've talked about that a lot of times. That's a fun one. I've always liked the pinball games. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I grew up with that I really liked. I also really liked uh, Crystal Castles, where you were playing the bear on the unicycle. Yeah, I never liked that one. It was a trackball game, and it was probably the best of the trackball games, I thought. And I liked that one. Have we ever talked about Circus? Remember that one for the Atari? Circus Atari? Yeah. The clowns on the... That thing was annoying. <laughs> Up and down. Just knocking out all the balloons. Uh, I was a big fan of the, um, su- the Super Nintendo version. I look up. There's Gambit. There's Gambit. Uh-huh. I am Remy LeCro. No, no. I am Remy LeCro. Uh, that one is a female, though, so it's it a female game. Remy. Hanging out. I'm thinking, is that supposed to be Rogue with her? Yes. Her back is to us, so it's tougher to tell. Their hair is yeah, painted. That's white. Rogue. Rogue and Gambit. That's a good outfit. Uh-huh. I like that. I like that. Well done. Everybody loves, everybody loves Gambit. Except Tatum. Tates. Tates. He may love it, but he's not seeing it. <laughs> it's never happening. I don't think anybody's seeing it. No. Can we get your picture? Ah. Thank you. All right. We got Gambit. And Rogue. And Rogue. Rogue's always underrated. Did she have the streak? Oh, she did have the streak. Yes. 
She did have the streak in the hair. Nice. That's the first time I've seen Gambit here. Remember back in the day when you would see Gambit everywhere? Not so much anymore. That is actually Harrison Ford. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I don't know. Does he have... I, I not to be mean, but he also has asthma medicine with him, so I don't think that's, uh, that could be Harrison I think he's, I thought that guy was too young. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, uh, he also has a plane wing coming out of his back. <laughs> uh, for our listeners don't know, that was an old gentleman dressed as Indiana Jones. I, I'm surprised by the amount of older people dressing up. It's great. Oh, Batman's taking his luggage and going home. There he goes. <laughs> Like, that's he, everything he uses to put in his belt. Actually, that's that's actually uh, Jason Todd in there. <laughs> oh. You can't go anywhere without him for Jason Todd. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so moving on, uh, we did have a request from Doug. Uh, the top 2D animated, I guess this could be News of the Geek. This could be whatever we want to call it. It's whatever we're discussing. That's all that matters. We'll be back to our regular format next week. Uh, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes uh, looked at how the critics created all the Disney Studios 2D animated movies. Okay? Ranking them from best to worst based on critical response. Okay? There's 55 movies. Uh, number one, or number 10, we'll do the top 10 for you. Beauty and the Beast, 93%. Aladdin at 94%. Uh, Moana at number 8 at 96%. Should be higher. Fantasia at 96%. At 7%. At 7. Uh, Dumbo at 6, which is highly overrated. Yeah, uh, I agree. Well, at the time, everyone probably loved it because those early ones were relatively new and there wasn't anything else to yeah. base it on. It's yeah. only like 65 minutes, too. Uh, Cinderella was top five. Number four was 101 Dalmatians. Excellent movie. 98%. Uh, Zootopia from 2016 was 98%. That's a number three. That, that really surprises me. That's a little high. It was a good movie. It was enjoyable. But, well, then again, you know, everyone complains about how Rotten Tomatoes, and all it is is the percentage of people that say yes versus no. Correct. Not it's better than this movie, it's a yes or no, yep. and, and it's a percentage of people that say yes. Uh, and number two, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 98%, and this, I can't stand this movie. Number one, 100%, Pinocchio. You need to go on Rotten Tomatoes and vote on I need to get them down. Pinocchio? Yeah, do you have critic credentials? I will find it. I will get some. Just look at 99. Was this like the critics of the day it came out? I have no idea. I'm I'm not thinking they're going back. I I think that it is. Sometimes they do go back and people that review them for DVDs, Blu-rays, when they come out, they do review it and put them in. Because it's adding up throughout the time. Yep. Uh, Pinocchio, I can't believe that. Uh, the bottom ones, let's do the bottom ones here. These are always the fun ones. Uh, bottom five, six. Uh, ho- number 50, Home on the Range, 54%. Home on the Range. I don't that, remember that one that well. It doesn't look good. It, yeah, no. This is what I have a problem with. I, yeah, it should be lower. Shut it. 
Robin Hood, 52%. How dare you? It's not that good of a movie. Yes, it is. You're not that good of a movie. I'm not a movie. I don't care. I mean, you, you take the amusing Odalite song out, and there's nothing worthwhile no, in the movie. No. I don't even like the song in it. It's like everything else. So you took out the best part? <laughs> no, I like everything else. I don't. I think it's a terrible adaptation of the Robin Hood story. None of the characters make sense. Uh, well, hold on. So you're saying what's worse than that, they said, is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Okay, that might be worse. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's Michael J. Fox, right? Yeah, yeah I think Michael J. Fox did the Remember, uh, this guy surprised me at 53, Oliver and Company. Yeah, I didn't think, uh, yeah, 44% for Oliver and Company. I didn't think it was that bad. But I, I was surprised. I, I think there are many worse. Yeah. Yeah, that, that more than half the people said it was bad. I mean, okay, it probably isn't a great adaptation of the Oliver story, but it, they turned it into a story with cats and dogs, stray cats and dogs, as opposed to orphans. Living together? Yes. Uh, number 54, the second worst, 38%, Brother Bear. That one I didn't think was that bad. I didn't think it was good, but I don't think it was his worst. I think I would have said if I have to go up or down, I think I'd go up on Brother Bear. I feel like Dinosaur should have been lower. <laughs> if you're going to do that, oh, yeah. we'll get to that uh, in a second. I never saw that That's one. 65%. Yeah, That's and that was 47. Uh, 47. And then finally, the worst movie, Chicken Little. I could see that. Yes. I No love for Zach Braff. Uh, my, son's, uh, my son has watched that several times. It's not good. I don't know. I mean, if you're looking through all of them, like some bad ones, um, like said, uh, um, was it Dinosaur would have been down lower? Pocahontas would have been down lower. And granted, Pocahontas was still 48. Yeah, 56%. Because, yeah. Uh, Black Cauldron was 49. Oh, it was. And I wonder if that's just so different. I think it's because, especially at the time, people wanted kids Singing. movies coming from Disney. And Black Cauldron was darker. It was Black Cauldron. That was the, wasn't that even rated PG? Yeah. It was the like first the uh, Disney PG cartoon. Yeah. And that's probably why a lot of people didn't know what to do with that. But, I mean, you got, like, in the number 11 is The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. That thing looks creepy. Yeah, that's really, uh, like I said, that must be at the time it was released why they got that high of. Yeah, but they also didn't have anything else going on at the time, I guess, so they all loved it. Uh, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from 1977, 92%. That was number 15. And number 16 is Winnie the Pooh. From 2011. I hate the Winnie the Pooh characters. Really? Yeah. Wow, I like Winnie the Pooh. Uh, The one that surprised me, too, Bolt, from 2008, 89%. That was number 18. Yeah, I can't believe Bolt is so high versus something like uh, Oliver and Company. I don't... See why why Bolt would be better than that. Bolt was good. I mean, it was decent. Man. And it was enjoyable, but it did not seem like a typical Disney one either. Uh, my favorite, my good one, Tarzan, 23. Uh, Percent? Oh, no, no, no. 28. 88%. Tarzan was not a good adaptation of Tarzan. And we got, we got a lot of uh, people, because I posted this out there a couple weeks ago, this link. Uh, Melody Time was 24 from 1948. It was 88%. It's an anthology of animated uh, vignettes set to contemporary music. Contemporary in 1948. Correct. And Three Cabello, Caballeros. Thank you. Uh, was 25. A lot of people love this one, too. 
I, I can't even sit through watching that one. I mean, it's like, oh, this is what people took for entertainment in the 40s. Uh, the Jungle Book was number 26. You know, the more I watch that one, like the cartoon, I'm not as impressed with it as I used to be. It was there. I never hated it, but I never liked it. Um, and here we go, the big one, finally. Hunchback of Notre Dame. How is that 38? That should be lower, too. Uh, because a lot of these under it aren't that good. Treasure Planet. <laughs> Treasure Planet's ranked way too high on this list. <laughs> is there any surprises for you, Jim? Uh, I just, I actually figured, I know it's like 14, but I figured the Lion King would be higher. Yeah, I could agree with you on that one. Uh, and only at 92%, I was, I really thought people... It's one of my favorites uh, yeah. of all of the entire franchise. Sleeping Beauty, I thought, was very high. That is not much of a plot. Uh, Sleeping Beauty and The Lion King both at the same. Yeah, Yeah, percent. but I guess they ranked them. I, I don't know how exactly they did at that. Well, point. there's fractions of percentage that they're not showing us here. but Correct. But I'm just saying, you know, uh, essentially they're putting Sleeping Beauty and Lion King on, on even par. And I think most people say if you compare the two, Lion King is better. Uh, Doug, um, with our feedback here, said regarding the top Disney animated films, these were his. Tangled, number one. Mulan, Meet the Robinsons, Aladdin, Lilo and Stitch, uh, Saladus Amigos, uh, Hercules, Robin Hood, Big Hero 6, and Lion King. Oh, that's a whole lot more there. Lilo and Stitch. I mean, there's Lilo and Stitch is 29 on the list. Much higher it should be. Hercules is 33. Hercules. No, I think he's saying it just to get on my nerves because that's that's Disneyfying the crap out of something that is good and turning it into something that is terrible. I liked it. Looking back, it is not a good film. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he just ru- they ruined that character that Kevin Sorbo made so special. Exactly. And if you can't get behind Kevin Sorbo's religious, uh, or his uh, political things, who can't you? You don't see Xena out there. <laughs> well, we should have Xena out there. That's right. And we got Chris here from 365 Flicks Podcast stopping by. Chris, you saw the list for the top, and, uh, top Disney films and worst. Do you have an issue? I do have a, an issue, Jason. Uh, number 51, Robin Hood, 1973. Oh, thank you. That's not on. That, yeah, that, that should be lower. No, no, no. It is horrible. That should be right at the top 10. I would, I, I, you know what? At least terrible version of Robin Hood. Terrible version of Robin Hood. It's not. I would say top 15. I love the Sheriff of Nottingham. You would. I know. That's the stupidest Sheriff of Nottingham ever. Little John Carpenter. Oh! Little John. You know how can you not little John? Little John. It's basically blue, but yeah. Is he there? Robin Hood's a cocky son of a bitch. Robin Hood. He's supposed to be a cocky son of a bitch. And and the stork costume was stupid. You're stupid. Probably. Uh, we do have uh, Thomas Kirk. He had a response to this uh, for the Disney ones. Uh, let's see here. He had, regarding top Disney anime films, number one, Sword in the Stone, Aristocats. I, I like the Aristocats, but I don't know if I put it that high. Robin Hood uh, and Mulan. Mulan is decent. She's super it's a little weird. Yeah, I don't think I've actually saw all of Mulan. 
Uh, I, I can't believe that the Lion King is number 14. That's what Tim just said, too. Jim couldn't believe that either. I, I, I would have no problem with that being in the top ten. That's, top that's definitely my top five, anyway. The one shocker that we said was Zootopia was number three. I've never seen Zootopia. It's good, but uh, it's not that good. I mean, there should have been somebody who didn't like it. <laughs> There's two. Two. Uh, two yeah. out of a hundred, maybe. See, Aladdin, ah, it's okay. Aladdin is okay. Uh, Dinosaur at 47. That should be lower. Yeah, I've seen parts of that. No. I was rooting for the meteorite, the asteroid to attack. I was waiting for that. Peter Pan, that should be higher than number 37 as well. I would love hate with Peter Pan. <laughs> I love Peter Pan, like the books, like the story, but I don't know if I like the cartoon as much. I don't know. What about the Hunchback of Notre Dame at 38? Ah, screw that. That's why I said shit film. Pocahontas. What's your top five? What is My top five. My top five. I'll think off, just think. Okay, okay let's think. Um... You have to pick an order up or just say five. You can just say five. You can just say five. All right. Well, Lion King. Okay. Aladdin. Robin Hood. Peter Pan. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Bear with me. Because we did the top five last night and it, I kept on adding. <laughs> uh, I, I think. Sleeping Beauty. I quite like Sleeping Beauty. Oh, see, I thought that would be a lot. I, didn't, I was not a big fan of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'll, I'll go with that one. I'll go okay. With that. That's your top five. Now, do you have a top five from last episode? Jim did the most overrated gimmicks. Overrated gimmicks. Wrestling gimmicks. Yes, wrestling gimmicks. Or so we'll I did worst gimmicks. Worst. Worst gimmicks. Um, because how did we not get the goblin gooker? Remember I busted out the egg? Or Akeem, the African dream. No, you should not be that. No. You, you know why I don't know these? Because I missed a week and they were out of the, they didn't do the gimmick again. Akeem did for a while. Oh, and I another, him. another battle would be uh, Tom Zink. No one knows who he is. Everybody knows Tom Zink, the Z-Man. Uh, Spirit Squad. Spirit Squad, okay. What? That you hated Spirit Squad? It was awful. <laughs> the only good thing about that is you had Triple H and Shawn Michaels beating the crap out of them. I do like when they threw them into the box going back to OVW. They, they, they were a great, stupid group to come in and just have people, that, yeah, like all five of them run into the ring and they get thrown out one at a time. The, the best tear gas. They were absolute tear gas. Two of those guys. The best, yeah, the best thing they brought us was Dolph Ziggler and Nicky Nemeth. That is yeah. true. That is true. Shit, though. <laughs> I love Dolph Ziggler. Uh, number four, Paul Burchill. Paul Burchill, the pirate. The pirate. Oh, I remember him? I do. He would swing in. Yeah. And they said the reason why, because Vince really loved the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And that's why they did it. Bless him, he does have these little moods. His girlfriend in it was quite nice. Didn't that turn out to be sister or something, or is that someone else? It was sister, and they kind of made it incest. Yeah. Yeah, alluded yeah. to it. Okay, that made it worse. Yeah, but she was really, really attractive. I get the impression from watching different documentaries that Vince always wanted to have an incest story. <laughs> yeah. There. He wanted to do one with, with when Steph got pregnant. Oh, he wanted yeah. to do one with either Shane was the father oh. or Vince was the father. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is real. Yes. Um, this is real. He actually wanted to do this, and both Stephanie and Linda told him to fuck off. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> 
glad somebody has a brain. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see, um, this, this was kind of interesting, um, they were talking to one of the writers uh, that was at the time of uh, the um, Vince McMahon game blown up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the idea was that they were going to bring in a brother of his to run the company. And, uh, it would have been hard smuggled. No. Uh, uh, it would have been Vince McMahon playing his twin. No, no, no. no. That would have been funny. With a goatee. No, I think it would have been Vince McMahon and drag his twin twin sister. Now, that's TV. Vincetta. Uh, I think his name was actually Randy McMahon. And they said it would have been a totally opposite character. He was good-hearted. He was always nice. And they said they wanted to do a different dynamic of somebody running the show. Oh, and they said, I wouldn't have had a problem bringing in a different dynamic. But you, I mean, they have to blow up Vince to do it. Wow, that was the big, you know, see how it would react. And then Chris Benoit killed people, and then that ended that. Thanks, Benoit. Uh, this might be one of the positives of what happened. All right, we got to stop here. Randall Holt is in the building. Well, you have an Iron Maiden shirt on. I don't know if we can trust you. <laughs> it's one of the better Iron Maiden shirts. Come on. Is there such a thing? Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. We have to interrupt because we have a special guest. Randall Holt, RJ Holt 666, is here to do some trivia. Welcome, Randall. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Despite what Jeff says, you do not have horns. Well, that we can see. You can't see them. Yeah. That's true. I don't know where they're at. They're in a certain spot. You wanted to do Arn Anderson Maiden trivia. <laughs> so let's see what we can do here. Oh, For those at home, that means Iron Maiden trivia. <laughs> I will probably fail miserably. Three out of five gets you the Nicolas Cage creepy bag. Oh, whoa. Whoa. But nobody goes home a loser. You get the Animal Kingdom, Pandora, Avatar Land uh, map. I don't know if I can handle that. That's... Yeah, <laughs> somebody just literally walked up and looked at that and walked away. She took one. I would think she put it back. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Uh, let's see here. Arn Maiden formed on what? I don't know who Arn Maiden is. Sorry, let's start this off again. I'm just going to go with Maiden. Okay. Maiden formed on what holiday? Oh my God. They formed their band on what holiday? Since they're from England, I'm going to guess it's not the 4th of July. Harbor <laughs> uh, Day. Damn. I, I really don't have a clue. Let's go with Christmas. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> Lucky guess. Uh, let's see here. Um, name me five Iron uh, Maiden songs in 30 seconds. Ready? Go. Trooper, Number of the Beast, Hallowed Be Thy Name. Revelations and Rhyme of the Age of Mariner. Is he correct? Yeah, those were all okay, good. Okay, good. good. That was easy. Thank you. That's good softball. Uh, before joining Iron Maiden in night, uh, <laughs> first you guitarist Janet Gers. Oh Janet Gers was part of the competition. He was a driving force behind which Maiden's nemesis. I get multiple choice. Um, no. Uh, you don't know what band Yannick Gares was in before joining Maiden? No, I do okay, not. Okay, fine. White, I don't know it when he says it. White Spirit, Black Spirit, Purple Spirit, <laughs> Orange Spirit, Aha. Uh-huh. Aha uh-huh is tempting. Uh, white White Snake. It is White Spirit. It's okay, you got two more chances. All right, all right, that is White Snake. 
Okay. Who made his ninth album, Fear of the Dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was their first whose cover wasn't designed by what person? Derek Riggs. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, here you go. Here you go, Randall. You ready? No, I'm kind of scared. There's lots of good prizes in here. You can't look. It's the Nicholas Cage creepy bag. There's bees in there. Bees. 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 And a face. Ooh, I don't know what this is, but I want this. Hold on. There. No, not that. This. Oh, oh my God! Really? The Blu-ray of Avengers movie. Origins Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine or uh, I don't have it. Oh, I'll so bad. <laughs> now I do. Here's the thing. Would you like to take a chance and get another try? Put the Wolverine Origins back. What? Oh, no, no. There's other prizes in there. Oh, I know. One movie's not in here, is it? Because I don't want There's that. a lot of movies. The Serbian movie did yeah. not make the bag. Okay, I didn't want that. I think I just picked up the same one. <laughs> I sense a theme. <laughs> X-Men 2, that's at least better. <laughs> I do have this, and I do like this one. That's a good movie. Well, that's yours. All right, I'll keep it. Because my wife will not let me take these back home. <laughs> she told me you need to get them out. <laughs> yes. Fine prize it is. So would you like X-Men 2 or Wolverine Origins? Okay. You'd rather have a duplicate sure. than Wolverine Origins. Yeah. I don't blame I you. I ever saw it. You don't want to. I think I did. It was terrible. But it's the introduction of Deadpool to the yeah, X-Men. Yeah, yes, okay, so I did see that, yes. Worst character yeah. ever. Silent Deadpool? Yes. You know what? The mark with the mouth. No, no, just go and take his mouth away. Show his, show his mouth shut, that's all. But it's Ryan Reynolds. He's never quite uh, funny. And we're with Kimberly here for our trivia again. Our uh, Nicholas Cage creepy bag has gone uh, low on prizes. It's gone low. But it's okay. It's okay. But it's Nicholas Cage. See? It is Nicholas Cage. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you got. She wants to do Harry Potter. So what do you got? Let's see. What is the name of Harry Potter's owl? Hedwig. Hedwig is correct. What is the uh, street address of the Dursley home? I didn't know. That. Number four, Privet Drive. Is that correct? No. Oh, wait, I got a. I'm gonna say yes. Ah. Did you get a confidence in my voice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I hit the wrong button, and I need to. Hold on a sec. Okay, Jeff. Got any other ones? Who was the Quidditch commentator in Harry's first years at Hogwarts? Lee Jordan. That's impressive. You're correct. <laughs> Who disguised himself as Mad-Eye Moody in the Goblet of Fire? Oh, um, Barty Crouch Jr. That is correct. You got any more, Jeff? Or you got... Uh, this is for five out of five. Oh, uh, let me find a tough one for number five. I got one. Okay. What potion... Did Harry take in order to get Slughorn's memories? Felix Filia. You didn't even let me read the options. <laughs> well done. So, here's the thing. We're running out of prizes. You can have the Star Wars Elite Series. Okay. Or you can pick two things from the bag. Fellas? Bag or this? <laughs> 
this one. Was this from the bag? That was from the bag. Yes. I'm gonna go with this. <laughs> When X Men Wolverine Origins was in there, yeah, no, I'm happy. <laughs> thank you for playing. Thank you, thank you. And we have Kevin Zier uh, Fields. Uh, he's going to do some trivia. Are we doing wrestling trivia? WWE? You do What's WWE like? or NWA? Do NWA, we'll do WWE. Surprise okay. me. Okay, this is in my wheelhouse. He seems like he's got confidence in this. I'll be honest, it's a lot better than that crappy Iron Maiden crap trivia. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, let's see here. So, <laughs> uh, we got WrestleMania 2. This is a tough question, no one has got it throughout the week. Even self proclaimed wrestling fans. WrestleMania 2 had the British Bulldogs win the, the tag team championship. What team did they beat? Man. And 2 is probably the one I don't really remember the most. Nobody wants to remember 2, I'll be honest. It's a very bad one. Would you like options? Let's go with some options. Okay, okay. We have the Can-Am Connection. Uh, we have Bruce Beefcake and Greg the Hammer Valentine. You have Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. And you have Demolition. It's a tough one. That is a tough one. But my immediate gut instinct yes. was Greg the Hammer Valentine and Bruce Berkeley. Well done! Well done! I've been trying to get anybody to get that answer right. Even some guys from another podcast that think they're wrestling fans can't get it. Uh, Did anyway. the Canadian Connection even make it to a WrestleMania? No, no. I didn't think so. You know what? But, but they were one of my favorites when I was a kid. I'm not going to ask that question. Who's the teammate of, just off the record, uh, off the test here? Canadian Connection, do you remember the two guys? That is Rick Martell. Yeah. Get this, I'll add it to the, the trivia here. Was it Barry Wyndham? Oh, it does not count against you because that's okay. a bonus. It's Tom Zink. Tom Zink, that's right. The Z Man. The Z Man. Some people appreciate him. No, Anyways, no. Uh, WrestleMania 3 took place in what arena? That is correct. That is correct. And if you keep asking Vince McMahon, it has a million people to watch it. Uh, Let's see here. Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan on a Saturday night's main event for the belt. Who did he give the title to? Ted DiBiase. There you go. Okay. Hoot. Name three... Uh, name two of the four people Randy Savage beat at the WrestleMania Four tournament to become the heavyweight champion. Two of the oh man! Now you're making me work. Ah, see? Uh, you can phone a friend if they know. <laughs> I can phone a friend. No, 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 not that. <laughs> Out here, ask, ask the audience. Ask, ask the, the audience. audience. <laughs> I don't know. Two of the four. <laughs> If you don't get it right, it's okay. You've already won three. Okay. Um, Two of the four people Macho Man Randy Savage beat at WrestleMania 4 to be heavyweight champion. 
Have you ever noticed I have a lot of pointless knowledge? Jim, do you know this? Would you like to help? No. You don't know this? I have some thoughts, but I don't I'm, know if they're right. I am drawing a complete blank. Give him some thoughts. All right. Oh. Is that Big John Studd in that one? No, he was not. Uh, no. I'll give you some options. Was Hulk Hogan one of them? I'll give you some options. Here we go. Here's the people in it. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Ricky Steamboat, Greg Valentine, Butch Reed, One Man Gang, um, Butch Reed, uh, I said that one. You said that twice. Um, let's see here. Rick Rude, Jake Sigmerds. Trying to think who else is in there. That's the top ones I can think of off the top of it. Teddy Biasi, Axel Jim Duggan, Dino Bravo. Just pick two. Didn't him and Hogan fight to a double count out? That is incorrect. No? Okay. That would be Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant did a double count out. Oh, okay. That's why DBS uh, yeah, got I'm... the bye to the finals. So All I right, then I am drawing a complete blank. Okay. I'm take a pass on that. It is Butch Reed, Greg Valentine, One Man Gang, and Ted DiBiase. He beat Butch Reed in the first round. Small package, Greg Valentine the second. And by the dumbest of luck, one man guy got himself disqualified in the semifinals against Macho Man because he hit him with a cane. Oh. You're going to the finals. Why are you hitting him with a cane? Uh, ding, 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 disqualified. Oh, my God. That's well, right. Nobody ever accused him of being the sharpest tack in the That is true. Hence the reason he became a king. Uh, that was a good move. That, that, was the, that was probably one of the best moves of his career. He probably made more money doing that than he did being a biker in 30 years of wrestling. That probably is true. I will give you that. So you can't win the big one. Not that we have many big ones left. But you can go for four out of five. Let's All do this. Let's do this. We don't have any big ones no, left. No, we do not have any big ones left. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But you get the bag still. You can just root, uh, root around in there. <laughs> when the earthquake premiered on TV... He did not go by just the earthquake. What was the first part of his nickname? He appeared with Dino Bravo, and they beat up the Ultimate Warrior in a push-up contest. And I remember watching that on yep. TV. They picked the biggest guy out of the audience, and you were shocked. Randall, I have a lot of... Useless knowledge. <laughs> I was a very lonely child. <laughs> oh, I, I'm gonna take a pass on that one too. I can't. I, I am drawing blank. That's okay. Canadian earthquake. That's all you know. Canadian earthquake. Yes. And then they dropped after like a month. You did not win. You can get a picture taken if it's okay with Chris with the belt just to see it. Would okay. you like to see it? There Absolutely. You there you go. Would you like to take a picture? Start charging, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the UK belt, so nobody cares. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Oh, Chris's eyes lit up when you acted like you were throwing that away. Here you go, Nicholas Cage creepy bag. You ready? Go ahead and pick it. There's bees in there. Be careful. Bees and snakes. All right. We're avoiding the DVD. We're avoiding the DVD. Good call. 
I've heard that is bad news. The DVDs are nothing but great. We gave away sorority is, boys yesterday. Is there a Nicolas Cage DVD in there? No, there's no Nicolas Cage actually. <laughs> there's nothing Nicolas Cage. Alright, what do we get? A car! A Hot Wheels! A Spider-Man Hot Wheels! I got a Spider-Man Hot Wheel! And, here you go, a Pandora Avatar Land map. Awesome! So, I have a friend who is a huge Disney mark. Oh, you know what? I love this. Here, take one for yourself and him. Awesome! So, that's a good one. Uh, here, here's some coasters. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I appreciate you playing. All right, thanks a lot. So, Chris did not get done with his top five because we had some trivia, which was great. But we had one quick thing from Randall Holt, fan of Arn Anderson Maiden. He would like me to do a Remy LaCroix impersonation. I think you should. I can't look at him in the eyes. It's, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I can. Oh, hi, Remy LaCroix. How are you? I have a loop. Uh-huh. Would you like to hear my British impression? Oh, yeah. The builders want to watch the world burn. With a knackered voice. With no voice. With my voice really officially dying. <laughs> yeah, it is closer to real than you've ever done before. <laughs> it's kind of Macy Green meets Michael Green. It is Macy Green. Well done. Well done. I take a lot less drugs than her. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm just saying, if you're in a death pool, she's a good pick. Just saying. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So, uh, you still have yeah. top five overrated uh, wrestling gimmicks. Okay, right. Number... You had uh, Spirit Squad, Paul... Virgil, the this pirate. one, the boogeyman. Oh, the oh. boogeyman. That was terrible. You didn't like him coming and just eating worms? It was repulsive. Yes. And then later on, he would have no shoes on, and that annoyed me. <laughs> Put some damn shoes on. You're in the ring. <laughs> Most of the time when he did that with the worms, I thought, oh, you sick fuck. <laughs> and I was also going... <laughs> <laughs> no. And the shoe thing was annoying. The shoes as well, The, shoe, the yeah. shoes. You could get a three foot. <laughs> so what about Jimmy Snooker? He never wore shoes. Well, he did worse. <laughs> he murdered people. <laughs> he never got to trial because he died. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, that's an excuse. We can still convict him in public opinion. Like, Any Aaron, like Aaron Hernandez. Well, I guess Tamina's <laughs> never coming on our show. <laughs> uh, what's Next one. Next, Next one. one. Okay. Let's, I've hobbied this one. Okay. Okay, they're all fakes. Fake Undertaker, <laughs> fake Diesel, <laughs> and fake Razor Ramon. I beg to differ. You could put the real Undertaker on that list, too. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the fake Undertaker actually had better backstory. Nope. And wrestled better. better. Nope. You know who played the fake uh, Undertaker? It's Kane, wasn't it? Brian Lee. Who, who the hell is that? Uh, he played a biker in DOA afterwards with uh, Skull, Chains, and all those guys. Uh, funny story, he was supposed to be called Steve Lee, but um, <laughs> there's too many Steves, so he changed it to Brian Lee. So I'll just let you know. <laughs> Did you have Kane and uh, The Real Undertaker on there? No, no, uh, uh, no okay. and, and just fuck you again. Okay. Uh, my, number one, my number one for this is Eugene. Oh, Eugene. Oh, Eugene was terrible. Eugene was not great. <laughs> no, it was awful. Oh, okay. The sad thing is, he was a trainer down in OVW at the time, and they said he could out-wrestle anybody. Like, he was crisp and everything, and then they saddled him with that. 
imagine that though you're finally get you've got the dream job you've come in, you've gotten the call from the WWE and then you want me to you want me to play what <laughs> it's okay we got uh, Regal with you Stephen Regal Stephen Regal yeah William Regal because there's too many Steves but he never worked again did he Jim he's doing your mystery box ah, come back here <laughs> you can hear <laughs> this one <laughs> do we trade mystery boxes yeah, yeah Eugene bag of shite I a problem with that. that that is that was not a good character no, no. and it's then started like he started off very um i would say offensive and then it got worse mm. as he went you know he still does that gimmick on uh independence does he really yes i'll give you my top five i, I, I like eugene i'll put him at number five at uh number four i'm putting gangrel Oh, Gangrel. His music was good, though. Him, oh, he came up from the underneath. His music was good. But, but because of Gangrel, we got Edge oh, we got Christian, Christian right? which was great, but Gangrel himself was terrible. Yes. Terrible. Uh, then I'll go uh, Paul Bearer, then Kane, and number one is The Undertaker. Oh, <laughs> oh my precious. <laughs> no Glacier? Glacier was awesome. <laughs> Glacier was awesome. Glacier is coming. Blood runs cold. <laughs> Dear God. That's, uh, what, what an awful, like a big build-up, and then that's what we got. Yes, yes. They did build him Hit up. Hit Mortis, sure. tore down the house. <laughs> you know, funny thing was, uh, Glacier was supposed to be known as Steve Glacier, <laughs> and there's so many Steve's. Steve, so they just made him Glacier. They just made him Glacier. Did they, what, so was he called Jeff or Brian or Bob? Uh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Glacier. Jeff Glacier. <laughs> but that was before we had my name Jeff. Uh, let me just say this. You need to go online and see the promos for Glacier. From 97-ish, I think it was 97, because his gimmick was supposed to be his big thing, and then they signed Hogan, Nash, and Hall, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It doesn't look good. So, so if the guy would have answered... Uh the uh, Steve Earthquake as the name yes. <laughs> given credit would have been correct. <laughs> I'll be honest. What was the answer to that? Huh? The Canadian Earthquake. Canadian Earthquake. Yeah. Yes. And he had a little Canadian flag on his belly. Uh-huh. And it's awful. That's ridiculous. It, well, well, that's why they got yeah. rid of it. <laughs> Kevin, do you have an overrated list of wrestlers? No. <laughs> uh, I can help you. One through five, take her. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, I get up again after I get knocked down. Yeah, you're tough. You're chumba wamba, whatever. Wait, number five. Number five. Number five is Mean Mark Callis. Mean Mark Callis. (laughs) Also knows them. At least chumba wamba had a hit. (laughs) At least somebody liked them. Sorry. I don't like those. I liked his biker gimmick. I was oh, the tape man was better. No. It was. I was at the, uh, it was in Louisville, I was at the uh, pay-per-view uh, when it was Triple H and uh, uh, The Rock in an Iron Man match, Iron Anderson match, and he, uh, it was coming down to the last minute, Shawn Michaels was a special referee, Sweet. and DX got in the ring, and Taker came down with his bike, that was his first appearance, and I was like, I don't know what this is, but that at least looks better than what it was. <laughs> I always thought he would crash when he would have the bike. He probably did once at house show. That's why he has bad hips. <laughs> that is 107 years old. But I'm gonna wrestle again! But, but he's still the phenom. Yes, he is the phenom. <laughs> Can everyone join us? How are you feeling over there? For what? For a show. I have no voice. 
Here, I'll do my impression. Kevin will say, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. That's my impression. No, no, no. You know. Come <laughs> I'm a little bit tired. Oh, I've been here five days, and now the time change is coming to me. You know what? Where is me? It's coming from the man who calls me. <laughs> <laughs> Where is me? That on. <laughs> I'm the Eeyore of 365. You are the Eeyore of 365. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see an elbow coming here soon. And after some trivia, we are now doing draft day. Draft day, draft day. Everybody loves draft day. Yeah, apparently we don't have our music in the uh, computer today. So. Homie! Homie! Draft day! Thanks, Hanno! Yay! Look at my abs! Alright, this one is from Dr. Bednar. So uh, pay attention here and let us know who wins this draft day. Draft day. Redraft the group of The Walking Dead season opener that Negan is about to kill. Ten people with mechs on the line. We don't have to fill in the characters. Nah, just ten uh, people we would put in place of those characters. We're putting Again, this is fictional. We're not wishing death upon anybody. And, well, when you were here, Jim and I were discussing, the tenth one you pick is the one that gets hit. Oh, so you might save the one, but he might get drafted by someone else. I like it. I like it. So we'll find out how that goes. Okay. Okay. So hold back on the one you want to see get smashed, unless you think we're going to steal him. Okay. I like that. All right. Uh, okay, so Jim, you can go first. And we're doing rapid fire here since he's 10. Okay, my first one, this is for Jason. I just want to see what would happen if this character was there. I'll go Treebeard. Who's Treebeard? Treebeard is the walking tree. He's a walking tree. Oh. From <laughs> He's the Ent from Lord of the Rings. I like it. I like it. Well done. Uh, my first pick is Charlie Brown. Wow. Really? See Charlie Brown sitting, kneeling there, uh, scared for his Well, I'm going to top that. That just added mine. Lucy. She's a bitch. <laughs> If it's Lucy. I'm picking Lucy. All right. Uh, round two, Jim. Round two. I'll go with Ronald Weasley. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. All right. Well, my number two, I'm going to go with Zach Morris. Ooh, Zach Morris. I mean, I, that cell phone still might work. You might be able to call for help. <laughs> he could actually put dead. Battery's dead. Uh, he could use that as a weapon. Just you're, hit your right, the battery life in eight minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm going Vince McMahon. I could see that. Yeah. It would be a lot better when Triple H takes over. Okay. Round three. Round three. I will go with Wesley Crusher. Oh, good one. I didn't make, wish he made my list. I like Good it. Pick. I like it. Uh, my third one, I'm going with Sheldon Cooper. Oh! I, I thought about him. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, my third one, uh, I am going Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> You're not saving him for the end. Huh? No. <laughs> uh, round four, Jim. Round four, Ross Geller. Oh! <laughs> 
yeah. most annoying character ever. Uh, this isn't one that I particularly dislike. It's just I think it would be entertaining to watch. I'm taking the character of John Malkovich from the movie being John Malkovich. It's very meta. It Malkovich, is. Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich. Very meta. Uh, I'm going to take the embargo off. Uh, I'm picking Courtney Kardashian. Oh, no, Kim. Kim Kardashian. How about all three of them? Yeah. All three of them for the pick. I'll be at all. Okay, all, all the Kardashian. The three-headed monster of the... <laughs> okay, now I'm picturing a three-headed uh, Kardashian with all their heads up. Okay, so, um, uh, round five. five. Jack Black. Beat me to it. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, I can't be mad if you picked him, so that's fine. He's on the block. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> Time should just do that. <laughs> Right next to Jack Black. <laughs> Excuse me, do you have a blanket I can kneel on? I kneel for no one. Nico is just like, you're so annoying, just go away. Just go, just go away. I'm not going to hit you because you're going to die soon anyway. <laughs> uh, number five, Leah Remney. That, that Every character should play his own character. Round six, Jim. Uh, I will go young Bruce Wayne from Gotham. <laughs> Uh, well done. You shouldn't have a child in there. Well, I had Charlie Brown. That was my child. <laughs> but the character is so annoying. He is. He should have been killed off. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the G.I. Joe known as Gung Ho. <laughs> Love the marine tattoo on his uh, ch- chest and stomach there. I like it. I like it. Uh, I don't know how to do that. Uh, I am going with... Oh. I'm going with this is a tough one I'm going Adam Sandler number six round six round stop making movies uh, round seven okay I'm going to go another real person Skip Bayless oh good one Skip Bayless oh I know what I'm going with then yeah. <laughs> your pick uh, my pick uh, I think it's time to pull this one out I'm going with Nicolas Cage <gasps> With the bee, uh, oh, that's fine. <laughs> with, with, with the, the beehive or the bee, the cage, the bee cage. cage. Yeah. So Nicholas Cage is off the table. Let's see here. Uh, this is round seven. I'm going Stephen A. Smith. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> no problem. From ESPN, fake news. Uh, Jim, round eight. Round eight. I am going to go with. I think maybe the most uh, annoying character on television, Ted Mosby. Oh. From How I Met Your Mother. Even more Sam Ross? Yes. Wow. That's a rough one. That is a rough one. They're both top five TV douchebags. I'll give yes. you that. Yeah. That could be a good category. Right. Top five douchebags on TV. <laughs> My number uh, seven that I would like to see. No, that is number like eight, nine. Or number not, eight. Eight. Number eight. eight. I'm taking Charlton Heston. Isn't he dead? So what? Oh, okay. I mean, Charlton Heston when he was acting. Cause, okay, I gotcha. Because, like, like from Soylent Green era, Charlton Heston. I gotcha. My bad. Not from Wayne's World? Well, maybe from Wayne's World. <laughs> Can we at least get a good actor here? Because <laughs> just get a small part. Yeah, just like Wayne's World. Get a great actor for a small part, and he just over-emotes like crazy. I gotcha. I could see him doing the, uh, the, the Rick role. 
where he's like begging and he's crying. A guy, he's a guy begging to not do it. Uh, round eight, uh, Kevin James. He's number eight. That's a given. We That's figured a given. he was coming in. You were just afraid someone was going to steal it before you can... You would have been my number it. 10. I got a couple okay. ones. Okay, my number nine. Okay. I'll go uh, Game of Thrones. I'll go Littlefinger. Littlefinger, uh, Littlefinger, Peter where Baelish. Peter Baelish. Watching him beg uh, for his life already. <laughs> here I am, here I am. Um, yeah, I don't know why. For no apparent reason, I picked my number nine is Lyle Alzado. The guy suffered enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, he tried to get into acting, so hey, he needed to do that. Number nine for me is the llama that Jeff bought yesterday. <laughs> I just want to see them pan all these people and then a llama, a stuffed llama, stuffed animal llama. Uh, so that is number nine. That is a good pick. And I want the girl that wanted it behind it, behind it crying. <laughs> Okay, now we're going to our number 10. This is uh, the bats coming down on them. Bats going down. I'm going to go with everybody's favorite, Pete Rose. Oh. <laughs> Could you do a double-headed one with Pete Rose Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. And, and, again, people in Cincinnati will either, like, hate me or love me for it. Because as my father told us, there are two types of people about Pete, uh, who know Pete Rose. Sure. There are two opinions about, about Pete, Pete Rose. Rose. Those people who like Pete Rose and those people who know Pete Rose. <laughs> Fucking Pete Rose. Uh, well, geez, I think I'm going to lose now because that was a great pick. <laughs> My uh, number 10 getting the bat is Cosmo Kramer. Oh! I, I, I can see that. I, nope. He is my least favorite of the Seinfeld. Oh, by far. Uh, How about Michael Richards in general after his... Uh, yes, right. <laughs> uh, my number 10, Roger Goodall. <laughs> Just because I want him to try to plead with Megan and say... I understand that you have this army, but uh, is it really good for the business? Uh, I am now suspending you for seven games. Nope, five, three. If you hit me with a bat, it's two games. Nope, one. Never mind. I'm dead. I am I am sure that uh, uh, listener Brian Hackney uh, would love that pick since he is actively trying to get banned on Twitter from Roger, from Roger Goodell. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. So, uh, teens, um, around the ten circles. Again, this is just for fun. We don't want to harm upon anyone. I have Lucy from Peanuts, uh, Vince McMahon, Jar Jar Banks, uh, the three-headed Kardashians. Uh, we have, let's see, uh, Leah Remney, uh, Adam Sandler, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Kevin James, uh, and uh, the Llama, and Roger Goodall. All right. Um, my list is Charlie Brown, Zach Morris, Sheldon Cooper, John Malkovich, Queen Elizabeth II, Gung Ho. Yo, Joe. Uh, Nicholas Cage in his uh, bee cage head. Charlton Heston, for some reason, Lyle Alzado, and Cosmo Kramer. And then mine, I have Treebeard, Ron Weasley, the Wesley Crusher, Ross Geller, Jack Black, Jack Black, young Bruce Wayne from Gotham, Skip Bayless, Ted Mosby, Littlefinger Peter Baelish, and Pete Rose. Wow. So that was our draft day. Uh, Dr. Bednar gets to let us know who actually wins that one. Well done, Dr. Bednar. 
All right, uh, we're finishing up some of our trivia here, and we got Amanda sitting down wanting to play. Uh, uh, Can you hear me? There we go. All right. All right, she says she's going to take Disney questions. See how it goes. So let's see how we give this. Um, in Aladdin, what is the name of Jasmine's pet tiger? Raja. That's one. Uh, what author wrote the book that the animated feature The Jungle Book is based on? Oh, Lord. Do you have multiple choice? Oh, so now i got to make up the choices. No, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that answer. Um, it was Rudyard Kipling. Oh, yeah, that guy. Um, in The Lion King, where does Mufasa and his family live? The Rock. Pride Rock. Pride Rock. Pride Rock, yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, find some that aren't How many questions stupid? do I get? It's like five. 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 Okay. So you get three out of five, you get to pick. Three out of five. All right. Did that last one count? Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'll find something that doesn't... But find something that's not too hard. Is that what you're saying? Something I appreciate it. Name two movie <laughs> Disney uh, movies animated that have come out in the last three years. In the last three years? Yeah. Uh, Frozen in the last three years? No. All right. Well, that's not one of the answers. Okay, that's, then. Not, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not one of my answers. <laughs> since Frozen, name a Disney movie since Frozen. Moana. That's one. That is one. Thank you very much. <laughs> And, Best one. and it shoot. has animals in it. You guys are making me pets. Anyone new uh, Disney movie in the last three years? Cartoon. Is pets not one of them? Was that Pixar? Uh, Zootopia is what I meant to say. There you go. You can't tell anybody this. Don't tell Tina about this podcast. I, I won't. She will burn me at the stake. For not knowing these answers. Uh-oh. Last one? What was the name of the dragon in Mulan who provided and no oh, and who provided this voice? We just need to know the name of the dragon. Who is Mushu? Mushu is or you know, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you do it anyway. There you go. You get to pull a prize from the Nicholas oh, so Cage. Look at the creepy eyes. Look at the creepy eyes. No. <laughs> There's bees in there. Bees. <laughs> I don't, I can't even grab something here. I've got two things. Oh, I've got the Ultimate Avengers movie. <laughs> That's actually one of the better movies that was in there. Uh, we had Jersey Girl yesterday. Sorority boys. All right, all right. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you're lucky, though, because uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine is still in the bag. It is. You could have pulled that one. So. It is blue. Okay, we are here with Batman. Day three for you. What is up, guys? Welcome back. <laughs> you are our last trivia contestant. Hey, that's for last. We'll see about that. You're on superhero movies. All right. In the Spider-Man films, all 87 reboots. <laughs> Name two actresses that have played Aunt May. Recycling. I love that question. It is my British beefcake question of superhero films. Marissa Tomei. Huh? Crap, I'll just take a loss on this one. Sally Field. Sally Field, oh! And you 
could have answered the old crusty lady from uh, the first trilogy. Uh, name we don't know, so. Old so crusty you know lady. I didn't know. That's down one. Alright, that's down one. I need three. Zell. Alright, well here's one. What actress did not play Catwoman in any of the Batman movies? Your choices are Michelle Pfeiffer, Julie Newmar, Lee Merriweather, and Anne Hathaway. In the movies. I didn't I can't hear you. Sorry, they were screaming. Uh Ju- Michelle Pfeiffer, Julie Newmar, Lee Merriweather, or Anne Hathaway. Which one did not play Catwoman in any of the Batman movies? Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer played Catwoman in Batman Returns. Oh, damn. <laughs> this is, was that Julie Newmar? It was Julie Newmar. Ah, okay. That's right, you gotta get three in a row. That's two. Ooh. I, need, I need the next three. The 2005 movie Sin City was based on a comic book series from what publisher? Oh, God. Jesus. Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, or Image? Oh, I think it might be Dark Horse or Image. Oh, no, 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 no. comics expand, and it's not a part of that world. Okay, so it's, that's Image. It's got to be Dark Horse. That's your answer? That's my, that's my it answer. It's got to be Dark Image did Spawn, yeah. so it, it's not in that world. Otherwise, Spawn would have wrecked everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't like that one. We'll go on. Uh, I can do one here. Oh, if you want to go ahead, go ahead. Who played Captain America in the 1980s films? <laughs> oh, jeez. Actually, if you get this right, uh, you win every. You you win the next two questions. If you get it wrong, this is just a bonus question, just for fun. Can I just can this be a bonus question? Uh, yeah, that's a bonus question. I even forgot that guy's name. <laughs> Man, I already forgot that guy's name. I, just, I don't have it. Reb <laughs> Brown. Reb Brown. I'm sorry. That, that is, is a just, horrible that name. That's a horrible name. Yeah. All right. I couldn't even get that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> what Guardians of the Galaxy actor also co-starred on the AMC television show The Walking Dead? Your choices are Chris Pratt, John C. Riley, Karen Gillian, or Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Michael correct. Rooker is correct. Okay, last one, no matter what. Oh, and we got an easy one. Yes! Uh, come on, come on. Who starred as Lex Luthor in the 1978 film Superman? Oh, no. The one I haven't seen. What are my choices? Your choices are Ned Beatty, Kevin Spacey, Gene Hackman, or Roy Schreider. I'll read your choices again. Ned Beatty, Kevin Spacey, Gene Hackman, Roy Schreider. Gene Hackman? Is Gene Hackman. <laughs> well done. That was, okay. that was a struggle. Here we go. This is a, I just hope I don't pull out Jersey Girls. <laughs> That's gone. Someone already won that. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> 
Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man oh, right. film. Alright, that's not bad. On DVD. Oh, well, thank right. you, sir, for playing. Thank you for having me. Have you won all three days? Well, the second day I didn't do trivia. We oh, just that's straight right. up talk. That's right. We okay. just straight up talked about DC movies and what would be good in the box office. Well, thank you, sir. Hey, thank you for having thank me. You, thank you, and enjoy okay. the rest of your con. Alright. Top five. That's Jason's new top five. <laughs> Leia. Yeah, we don't have the top five music here at the con, so uh, we're well ready to do our top five. As top five. we are getting ready to wind down. Yes. It's been a long expo, but fun. It's been a blast. I want to thank the expo for uh, having us here. Uh, we enjoyed it a lot, met a lot of people. And uh, appreciate it. Uh, we're on nerdly.co.uk, Danger Bound Network, uh, Danger Entertainment Network, uh, WeBeGeeksPC.com, and Geek Life Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, every Friday. And if you like us, send us a, put us uh, put a review down for us on iTunes. Alrighty, well, this uh, week on Top Five, we're doing what our favorite wrestlers who have. Never won the heavyweight title or the main title of their WCW or ECW. Yeah, it can be fun. Uh, any top five favorite wrestlers have never never won the big prize. All right, yes. that we know of. Yeah, we, we could be wrong. That's true. Uh, if we are, you can write us a. Uh, We're right till proven wrong. Yes. Uh, Jim, go ahead and start. What's your number five? My number five with his uh, swing his shillelagh. Fit Finley. Good call. Everybody loves the shillelagh. I like it. He won. He was the hardcore champ for a while, but never, yeah, never, never the heavyweight. Fit was good. You know what? He could have, especially WCW. If they did not have Hogan, he could have carried an organization. He could have been a great ECW champion. Yeah. He, again, wasn't much on the mic or anything. No. Just in ring was really entertaining. It was. And if you didn't like it, you stuck the shit out of you. Yep. Uh, what's your number five, Jeff? Uh, my number five is The Dancing Fools. Disco? Disco Inferno and uh, Alex, Wright. Alex, Wright. Alex Wright. Alex Wright. This is that part where dance. Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he brought the wall in? The big tall guy? Yes. Moment of science, the wall. Okay. Uh, the actual wall or the guy who played the wall? The guy that played. Oh, okay. Breath of silence. Breath of silence. There's Megan that just walked by. Hey, you just destroyed people. <laughs> you just bashed in Pete Rose's head? Allegedly. Uh, my number five. Uh, I always liked him. He won uh, titles down in Texas in his uh, parents' organization, but I always loved him here. Uh, he never got a big enough run. Kerry uh, Von Erich, Texas Tornado. I really loved him. Um, I don't know if his uh, stick would work now, uh, but back then in the uh, mid-90s, uh, he was great. Him and Perfect had great matches. Uh, the guy had half a leg and still won and still was able to wrestle. Uh, that whole Valnag uh, family, though, that was a Jesus Christ. It's talking about tragedy. tragedy. My God. I think there's one son left. One still alive. Oh. I think I'll move to an island and never be heard from again. Might <laughs> uh, come back around my number four. This is a tough one. Uh, this is an asterisk on this one because uh, he technically did, but it was given back. Ted DiBiase. 
I feel like Andre getting belt then was stripped of he it. He didn't win the Correct. belt. He, he was given the, the belt. belt. Yeah. It was a great storyline, and he was a hell of a bad guy on the mic. He could have done a very good run with it. Problem was, you had Hogan and Savage at that time, and you didn't really have bad guy uh, champions at that time, but DiBiase would have been perfect for it. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Jim the Anvil Meidhardt. <laughs> he was always you know one of my favorites. There will be no confusion. He's never won a championship. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He, he, he had the tag team belt. Uh huh. But he was always my. He was even my favorite of the Hart Foundation. Okay. And Brett got a push, and he just got left in the shadows. And I wanted. His Anvil. daughter's a champion now. You're right. Let me tell you. Thank God she got a run with the belt because she was vastly under, underrated and she was stuck in the crappy era between the revolution and then we have models. Uh, Jim, what's your number four? Uh, this one, I'm going out on a real limb and we're going to hope you this one. Okay. I'm going to go with those guys in NXT who didn't quite make it because they came out against uh, Bill DeMott and the uh, way he trained them. How they got blackballed. I got blackballed, so I'll go with uh, hot young Briley Pierce, yep. Judas Drazen, and about uh, four more. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. We're going to fire Bill DeMont, but then you guys are punished too. What? They, they still remain blackballed. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. They're still doing shows out in California, though. Really? Yeah. Good for them. Uh, what's number three? My number three, the chairman of the board. <laughs> La Parca. <laughs> I think he won stuff in Mexico, but yes, in the American Federation, I don't think he... Was he a heavy, uh, EC, uh, I'm sorry, hardcore champ? I was a hardcore champ okay. for a while. The best is his dance. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> his dance is amazing. Uh, Jeff, what's your number three? My number three is the genius, Lanny Poffo. You know what? He was another one that was hell of a good on mic. Oh, yeah. And he never even had an IC title run in her Connell. I was kind of surprised by that. You think, you think his brother would help put him over, but no. Well, Randy. Randy uh, he was one, though, too. He was like a honky-tonk heel. Like, he was the cowardly guy. He could have yeah. gotten a decent run. I mean, okay. And, and even before he was the genius, he was just leaping Lanny, and he was a good technical wrestler. Great jobber. He was a great jobber. Uh, I remember when he got the atomic drop, and he would sell it like he got shot. <laughs> he would jump all over the ring. Uh, let's see here. My number two, uh, three, yeah, three, uh, is going to be hmm, one, uh, Rick Root. One, Rick Root. The ravishing one. The ravishing one. He had the mic skills. He made everybody, he hated, everybody hated him. Bobby DeBrain Heenan was awesome. And uh, I feel like, and he had a program with Ultimate Warrior uh, after the Warrior won the belt the, from Hogan. Uh, Rick Rude was their first major competitor for it, and he had a, he headlined SummerSlam with him. So uh, that was uh, my number three. Uh, my number two was a tough one. Uh, I had two of them that I was going back and forth. Owen Hart. I felt like he should have been able to take that belt off Brett at they, some point. They, they should have let him win it. I think maybe they were planning on at some point in the future before the, the tragedy. But the rumor was uh, with his blue blazer that he got he got you know died from uh, his uh, he was doing blue blazer. The rumor was that they were going to uh, pretty much for doing that crappy gimmick. They were going to give him a run eventually. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I mean, it changes all the time. But uh, Owen Hart, he was great on the mic. He was a hell of a bad guy. And uh, he was a decent good guy, too. He was a scrappy little... Uh, and anyone that had to team up with Coco Beware with high energy, 
Come on. <laughs> hey, Coco Beware was in my honorable mentions. Oh, I'm sorry, because New Foundation. That's what they were. Oh, God, Coco. Uh, uh, Jeff, who's your number two? Uh, my number two is the tag team of Vicious and Delicious. Who was that? That was uh, Scott Bagwell and Scott Norton. I always loved them. I thought they were fun. Buff Bagwell would have had a run in WWE, but his match against Booker T was horrible when they first brought out WCW. Yeah. Uh, Jeff or Jim, who's your number two? My number two will be Big Daddy B, Mr. <laughs> Mabel. He had a chance. He had a chance against Kevin Nash, <laughs> Diesel. God. Was that your only one? Did you have a tie? Yeah, that was my only one. How about Mo? Was Mo in there? <laughs> Poor Mo. And Oscar, wasn't he the manager? Oscar? Men on this MOM. Yeah, Mabel, yeah. Mo, Oscar, yeah. Mo, yeah. Uh, who's your number one? My number one, again, uh, good, I, somebody I met, loved him. It's a superhero in training, Rosie. Loved Rosie. Loved Rosie. <laughs> You put Shane Helms in there, too. Yeah, I can do Helms with that. Yes. I have no problem with that. As, 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 the, as the superhero. Is Eugene on there? Eugene is not on my list. Who's your number one? My number one, as everyone should know, is Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, they're going Barry Horowitz. No. Or Iron Mike Sharp. Oh. Iron Anderson Mike Sharp. I always liked Scotty Too Hotty, and they just had him do stupid stuff, but man, the man did the world. He did. He did. But the fact that they knocked him out before he even could enter the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so he was never eliminated. So he should have been the crown victor of that Royal Rumble. Him and Curtis Axel. Because uh, he, he never did it either. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number one for me... I love this guy. He was awesome. And Hogan took it away. Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning. I know you don't like his, be- his finisher. <laughs> no, oh, he was a great villain. I agree with that. He was that. supposed to win the Rumble. Hogan said no. He was supposed to beat Hogan and be, unde- be the first undefeated champion in WWE, and Hogan said no. And he played his games and cried and everything else like Hogan did. Screw you, Hogan. Uh, he would have been perfect. He was over. People hated That's him. his name. Of course he would have been perfect. perfect. Nice job. Uh, so there, uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, I, I'll have the super heavyweights okay. uh, with Crash and Bob Holly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the scale of the ring. Crash Holly bringing the scale out. Like I said, I had Coco Beware cause, just because of Frankie. Okay. okay. Actually, I would rather Frankie have the belt, but... And then uh, I wasn't sure. Did China ever win? No, not the heavyweight belt. I, th- I thought for some reason they like let her win for like a week. Or she won the IC belt okay. uh, by beating Jeff Jarrett in a uh, housekeeping match. Anything that's in your house, you can use as a weapon. Oh, yeah. It was awful. Yeah, for some reason, I thought she had won a belt, so I kept her off my list. But okay. It wasn't the big one, so. Well done. Uh, anything else, Jim? Yeah, all right. I don't have anything else right now. I think it was great. Hey, can we get a picture? Megan is here. We're taking a picture. We actually just drafted 10 guys you could have hit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye.
Michael Caine, uh, Jeff Glacier, Jeff Glacier, and the Chamba Wamba of wrestling. He had a head. <laughs> Chamba Wamba is good, but that's a long title. It's not that long. I do like Jeff Glacier. <laughs> I do like the Eeyore of 365. <laughs> See, uh, he's saying away from Macy Gray and yes, yes. Michael Caine because it's insulting him. Come here, just run to watch the moon. Any choice, Jim? What you got? I, I Jeff Glacier's pretty good. I do like Jeff Glacier. <laughs> I'm fine with Jeff Glacier. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back in the studios next week for episode number 200. And uh, again, thanks for this inside Comic Expo for hosting us. Thank you much.